Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we are talking about advice for the partners. So, a few weeks ago, I posted a podcast episode called For the Partners, and it was a letter to all of the partners of those of us who deal with relationship anxiety, just thanking them for their patience and love and support um, through this journey. And got a lot of positive response from you guys um, just on that podcast and how um, just how much gratitude and love it brought up for you um, with your partners. So follow up to that <laughs> is I've had some people ask like um, specifically one of my clients said, okay, is there any podcast like for the partner to just give them advice with navigating this? So... With that said, I know I know there are those of you partners who are listening, and I wanted to do an episode just to give you guys a few of my thoughts. Um, again, I haven't personally been one to navigate this, <laughs> but I can tell you from what I've seen in the partners of my clients that have helped them manage it, um, from what I've seen in my husband as, as he's navigated it, as well as just kind of general coaching tools that I think will really, really help when navigating this. Because it definitely is not always easy. And some of these things I offer today, you might already be doing, um, but just like a few thoughts for you. So first one is communication. So it is so important to be able to be a safe space where your partner can open up, can express their fears without judgment. Someone who experiences relationship anxiety, um, most of us tend to have so much judgment and shame of ourself and our thoughts. And opening up about it to have those thoughts met with any form of judgment or freak out or fear in response to them tends to kind of validate, oh my gosh, I'm horrible. I shouldn't be thinking these things. Something's really wrong. Um, and again, I think many of you are very good at this, but being able to just really practice being a safe space, not judging and also know that this is a really confusing experience for them. Because I think so often, whenever our partners, whenever, uh, you know, your anxious partner might open up about anxiety, the tendency might be to try to understand and figure it out or fix it. And, you know, they're just trying to sort through it in their head. So as you communicate, um, you know, Doing your best to understand, but not necessarily knowing it doesn't have to all make sense and you don't have to fix it. Just practicing in communication is being a support for them. Like, I think it's so huge to, to just be really open and curious. Like, hmm, what is going on for them in their brain? Like, I wonder why they're so afraid of this. I wonder what experiences they've had in their past. 
I know a lot of times we want to just hurry and fix, but one of the most powerful things you can do is to just be willing to ask questions. And again, not doing it from a place of judgment, but just really like wanting to understand like, so when does this come up for you? Like, how can I best support you? Um, what can I do in helping you navigate this process? Tell me like kind of what it feels like for you when you, when this anxiety comes up. Just really like trying to understand. And even like as much as asking questions, but also in your head, like wondering what's going on for them. I think the more you can be like fascinated by someone's brain and their fears and their thoughts, the easier it is to not take it personally. So I think being able to communicate openly from a place of curiosity is huge. Now, I think on the flip side is it's also very important to have boundaries. And that's boundaries, you know, with your partner, personally for you, as well as respecting boundaries on their end. So, you know, if your partner maybe has a moment where they acknowledge, yeah, I'm feeling anxious, but they're, or you, or maybe even you can kind of tell. They're not even really wanting to admit it. They're not wanting to say, but you, you just can kind of sense that they're anxious. And I think sometimes there can be a tendency to like want to know, like, what's bothering you? Why are you anxious? Like, let's talk about it. And your partner might not want to at that moment. It might be something they're trying to navigate and trying to sort through. And, you know, for whatever reason, like either they're not quite comfortable right now or they're not ready to open up and share or they don't know how to do it in a way that feels useful to the relationship. But respecting and trusting when you know they don't want to talk about it and not pushing for that so i think even creating a safe space of saying like hey you kind of seem like you're feeling a little anxious like is something going on and do you want to talk about it if you do i'm here for you if not totally okay and and be okay with the answer being no we don't have to talk through anxiety all the time you are not their coach or their therapist. I know having this safe place of communication can help you guys feel more connected and help you love your partner more, but also that doesn't need to happen all the time. Sometimes they just might not feel it useful to talk about and just kind of trust them on that. Um, not trying to fix all the time, not trying to be their coach. So then the other thing though, on the flip, is having boundaries with yourself. So sometimes what happens is maybe your partner wants to tell you all the things going on in their head <laughs> because they feel better after talking to you. But again, you are not the coach or therapist. <laughs> and sometimes listening to our partners talking about these thoughts and insecurities can, might feel heavy for you might feel too much. 
And perhaps you've taken on this role where it's like, hey, my job is to help them and I want to make them feel better. But also you're noticing it affecting you emotionally. And one of the best things you can do for your partner and their anxiety is to first and foremost, take care of your emotions. Do not prioritize your partner's feelings and fears over the emotions coming up for you because you are only able to support and help them so much as you are already doing that for yourself. It's like on an airplane, right? This is a kind of a standard codependency analogy, I feel like. But, um, you know, when they tell you put on your air mask first before you try to help someone else. Like you got to be aware of the feelings going on for you right now. And if you're in a moment where you're like having a lot of emotions coming up or maybe like your partner telling you all of these thoughts is really starting to weigh on you is being willing to set a boundary and say, hey, I don't want to talk about this right now. I need some space. I love you so much and I know you need to talk about this and work through this and I want to support you, but also I need to be mindful of me and my feelings. And right now, I'm not in a headspace where I can listen and take these thoughts on right now. But I want you to get the support you need and even asking them and encouraging them of like, do we need to get you someone to talk to? Do we need to get you, you know, a professional to be working with so that you have a safe space to work through these and it's not something that we're constantly talking about in the relationship. Like you are allowed to say no just because your partner maybe wants to bring these thoughts up all the time doesn't mean you have to talk about them. Um, so I think that's a really huge thing um, is boundaries. Again, respecting boundaries on your partner's end of trusting when they say they don't want to talk about something or they're not comfortable with something as well as on your side too. Okay, so next tool that I think is really powerful to practice is compassion. So this is something that I definitely observed with my husband um, in moments of me being really anxious where he is just so sweet and I'm like, how are you not (laughs) taking this personally? How are you not getting upset? And he's like, I just feel bad for you. I feel bad that this is what you're experiencing, that this is what's been going on for you. And so I think that can really help us get out of our own head and getting into your partner's shoes of like thinking about what this must be like for them to have these doubts, have these feelings, like how they might be struggling and really like, accessing compassion I think is such a powerful thing um because again there's such a tendency of like wanting to think what this means about us or for us and compassion kind of just helps take you out of the equation and just really focusing on your partner um and another one too and this may or may not work for you depending on your personality depending on your relationship but I find humor can be very powerful. 
um, you know, I think I've talked about this before, but like my husband's really good at sometimes when anxiety comes up, being able to make a joke about it. And I can kind of laugh and see like how silly the thought is like when he jokes. And so again, in, in the right scenario, depending on your relationship and your personality, I think humor can be a great way to lighten it up. So often these thoughts feel so serious and so heavy and so big and bad. And to have someone that can help just like make it a little lighter can, with some humor, can really, really help you not feel so much shame about it. Um, again, totally up to you, but that's one tool that I found, at least personally, has worked really good for me. Um, okay, so another thing that I think is so important to remember is that your partner has to want to work on this for themselves. Someone was asking me the other day of, you know, I had a partner leave me because of relationship anxiety. How do I get them back? And the answer is, if that's what your partner is choosing, we can't force them to work on it. And yes, there is so much beauty and connection um, and self-growth that can come from working on relationship anxiety. But everyone has a choice. And some people choose to react to fear. Some people choose to leave. Some people don't want to work through it. And I know that can be really painful to accept, but it's even more painful to live in denial of that. So, you know, be there for them, be willing to support them, but also knowing like, In the end, they have to choose to work on this. And they might not choose that. So not trying to control or force them, but just knowing like like, this has to come from them. Like I want to support them. I want to help them. But like they've got to have that desire for themselves to work on it. We can't force that on them. Okay. Now, next thing, allow yourself to be human. (laughs) I I know this seems like such probably kind of obvious thing because you're human. But I think sometimes when our partner is going through so much anxiety and fear, um, it can be really, really easy to put yourself in a place where like you feel like you have to do everything perfectly. And always be like the constant steady shoulder for them to cry on. And I want you to know that you really don't have to do that. Like, (laughs) I'm glad that you're able to be that sometimes for your partner. But also, you got to make room for your own emotions. Like, there are some feelings that come up for you hearing some of these fears or doubts for your partner. Maybe your own sense of fear and doubt, maybe insecurity, maybe anger, maybe hurt, maybe um, unloved, right? All of these emotions and allow yourself to experience them. Not um, judging yourself um, or trying to shove them away to be there for your partner, but like letting yourself 
experience whatever pain might come up from this because there's been so much so much joy that has come in this relationship and these are some of the negative feelings that have come here too so like notice feelings make room for them and also what insecurities are coming up for you like when your partner says like i don't know if this is right or or i'm worried you might cheat on me what do you start making that mean about you? You start making that mean, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. She doesn't trust me. I'm not doing things right. All of those personal questions and doubts that start making um, what your partner said painful for you. Because... In the end, I think we can have our partner have these doubts and just be able to totally be okay and be there for them. But all of us are humans that have insecurities ourselves. So when we feel that emotional pain, it's because it's hitting on something within you. Some kind of belief or fear that you have about yourself, that you're not good enough or you're not worthy of love or that you can't be trusted. And almost like, it's like we have some kind of injury that was there already. And then your partner bringing up these fears or insecurities just kind of like presses on that uh, um, injury, that cut. And now it like hurts. So I think all of us as humans have insecurities and fears. And, you know, having someone that has doubts, like it can be really easy to, to take those personally on for you. Um, So just like acknowledge and notice what they are and be willing to do the work on yourself. So what that means is maybe for you getting your own coach or therapist to help you work around these insecurities, just as your partner has to go to work on their doubts and their fears is being willing to own and work on your own insecurities Um, and questioning, like when your brain just tells you you're not good enough or you're not worthy of love or they don't trust you or you must not be doing the relationship right, is being able to question, is that really true? Maybe not. What if this really has nothing to do with me? And that kind of leads into like my last tip. And honestly, I would say like the biggest (laughs) is to not take it personally. I know this is so much easier said than done, but to remember this is about your partner, their brain, and their emotions. Just because your partner is questioning does not mean you've done anything wrong. Does not mean you need to fix them. It doesn't mean you need to fix yourself. It doesn't mean you need to um, to change who you are for them. Like, you are doing things amazingly. You are a great partner. You don't need to change who you are in order to make them think or feel differently. Because the reality is their brain might just find something else to focus on and try to fix. We cannot change ourselves enough 
to delete doubts and insecurities of another person. Only they can do that. Only they can work on their own insecurities. So you keep showing up being the best version of you because that's who you want to be in this relationship. Not because you think you have to be perfect for them in order for them to love you, in order for them to trust you, but because it's who you want to be. What kind of partner do you want to be in this relationship? And showing up as that. And even if it's, you know, you're not in the relationship right now, is then asking yourself, okay, what kind of person do I want to be? How do I want to show up as not trying to figure out, okay, what are my flaws, what I need to fix in order for my partner to stay with me or to find someone else that will accept or trust me, is figuring out the kind of person you want to be for you and not changing yourself just for your partner because the reality is you change one thing and they might find something else or something else and that could leave you feeling really resentful. I want you to really own this is me this is who I am and obviously like you can be open to communication right and I'm not saying never ever change in your relationship but just be very aware of trying to always fix every little thing about yourself in order for your partner to not be anxious because that will not be constructive for you long term um and so when, when these fears come up for your partner, I'm not good, like when your fears come up for your partner and you start having your own doubts and insecurities come up from that, like, oh crap, what if I'm not good enough? What if I'm not worthy of love? I want you to be able to kind of like take these and like hand them right back to your partner. Like, and not literally telling them this, right? I just kind of want you to almost think like mentally as you hear what they're saying and you notice like your own insecurity starting to bubble up is giving it right back to them in your mind of like, no, 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 this is not me. This is what's going on for them. And this is what's going on in their head. This is not about me. Because sometimes these insecurities come up and then we're just like, oh, yep, let me take that on. Yep, that's wrong with me too. Yep, this is wrong with me. And it can kind of just pile up on you versus almost think about it, like handing it right back and being like, oh, yep, and that's still about them and their fears. Oh, yep, and this is about them. And then, yes, be, you know, obviously not trying to change and fix all the things about you, but, you know, if you hear something that genuinely feels constructive and doesn't seem like from this anxious place, uh, something you want to change about yourself too, talk about it and be willing to make that change but doing it from a place of self-love, not because I'm not good enough unless I fix this thing about me. All right, so I actually lied. I got two bonus tips for you guys. <laughs> okay, so two other things to keep in mind. Big one is acceptance. So being accepting of your partner and their experience, that this is part of what's going on for them and this is part of their experience in being in a relationship. And not putting a timeline on it. I think it can be easy to be like, okay, they need to figure this out and get over this in a month from now. Like, versus getting yourself in a space of like, they can deal and work through this as long as they need to. Totally fine. I'm right there for them. And I love them. Like, you love your partner 
They have so many amazing things they bring to the table. And this is one of the other things they bring to the table that they struggle with is these doubts and fears and accepting like this is the full package of your partner and not trying to hurry and fix it or anticipating it'll go away at a certain point, but just allowing it to be part of their human experience, accepting it and not judging it and trying to hurry and make sure it gets rid of. Or thinking it will go away at a certain time because in the end, like this is them and this is their unique experience. And while you do your best to support them is knowing they're on their own journey. So another thing that will be so huge, I think so many partners in the effort to try to fix and help get caught in helping their partner seek reassurance, which is Basically, whenever your partner, there's certain thoughts or questions they keep asking over and over again. Do you really love me? Are you sure? Do you know this is right? How do you know we're going to last? Um, or maybe they share a doubt and then you hurry and talk them down and help them feel better. And then that same doubt keeps popping up again and again and again. If you're noticing this very repetitive cycle where your partner brings up a fear and then you calm it down and then another one comes up again, is you've probably been playing into their anxiety. This actually, like while you might be helping calm them down temporarily, we are actually escalating things long-term for them. Um, they're going to need even more of that reassurance from you and from other people. That anxious voice is just going to get louder in their head. So I want you to be aware of that. Like, and maybe even just kind of notice, when is this happening? When are they looking for reassurance from me? And this is like this repetitive circle we're going in. They keep bringing up these fears. I keep fixing them. And then it comes up again. And being willing to have an honest conversation with them about it, like, hey, it seems like we're kind of in a pattern with this. And as much as I want to help you feel better, I don't know if this is really the most productive way because we keep getting in this loop. Like, maybe we could try something a little different. Being willing to just, even when they, like, you know, if they're informed and aware of this is what they're doing, um, then being willing to help them see it in the moment. So when they're bringing up a doubt or fears, like, hey, this might be us asking for reassurance here. And I'm really wanting to give it to you right now, but I know like that's not going to help you long term. Like, what if we go on a walk instead? Or what if we talk about this other thing? Like, figuring out other ways that you can help them rather than just giving them reassurance. Because again, then we're playing into their anxiety. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Like all the tips. And I'd actually be curious too if you um, would be open to messaging me and telling me like what have you personally found is helpful with help being your partner with anxiety and dealing with their anxiety and navigating it personally. I'd love to hear kind of your own experience. And don't forget to have faith. To just believe in the end, like everything is going to work out. Like you are going to have an amazing life. 
I know it's easy like for us to kind of start doubting and questioning it when we see that in our partner. But just trusting that. All right. Have a beautiful weekend, you guys. We'll talk next week. Bye.